Securities offered through Kester Investment Services, LLC, Kestra IS, member FINRA SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Kestra Advisory Services, LLC, Kestra AS, an affiliate of Kestra IS. Capital Advisory Group, Inc. is not affiliated with Kestra IS or Kestra AS. Neither Kestra IS nor Kestra AS provide legal or tax advice and are not certified public accounting firms. work hard for your money. For the next hour, you're going to learn how to keep what's yours. Capital Advisory Group presents Keep What's Yours. Here is Josh Gilbert and Jeff Sufall. Hello and welcome to Keep What's Yours with Jeff Zufall. I'm Josh Gilbert sitting here with Jeff Zufall. He is the Senior Tax Strategist and Wealth Advisor with Capital Advisory Group. Hello, Jeff. Hi, happy Saturday. Talking taxes today and the book is called Keep What's Yours. You wrote it, How to Leverage the New Tax Law to Create Unfair Advantage Over Your Competition. This is what you do. You try to help people keep a little bit more of their money. Yes. And every day, or I guess I should say most realistically, every two weeks, we have an opportunity to save a little more. <laughs> to keep a keep, little. Yeah, that's right. Keep a little more. Keep a little more. Because the idea is, you know, try to visualize it with me. We are getting paid, and then the tax man comes in mm-hmm. and takes his cut, and then whatever's left over, that's what we actually get to that's put yours. in yeah. our bank. Yeah. So when the tax man comes, the idea is to say, hang on, you, you know. Get, you only get a little bit of this. Yeah. <laughs> you only get this much, this this pay period. Yes. Uh, and they sulk and they they go away and they say, "I can't believe you read the tax code." You know, I wanted I wanted all of it, but you know, you use the tax code to your advantage, so therefore, you know, you get to keep That's a right. little bit more of that money of your money, exactly. And in ways of doing that, we did uh, for us uh, a, sa- a flex savings account, mm-hmm. an exactly. FSA, FSA. If you do. Um, have a lot of health care bills. You can do an HSA, health yes. savings account. You can, do, you can do both. It's basically you can a, do both. The, the difference of uh, FSA basically is is dollars that you're going to put out there pre-tax. It's a use it or lose it con- scenario. So basically you typically have the year that you put the money away, you have till March 15th of the following year to use it or you lose it. Yeah. An HSA is totally different. It's pre-tax dollars going in, but basically it could go on and on and on forever. So once you start an HSA, until you spend all that money down, that's yours. It'll just follow you for life. So if I don't, you know, if I put five grand in uh, this calendar year and I only have three grand of medical bills, uh, exactly. the other two grand rolls over and exactly. just rolls keeps over. running. And say you change jobs and you get a, a new health care plan at that new job, you still have that HSA sitting out there. The concept is, is somewhere for the rest of your life you're still going to have health care expenses and our medical premiums at some point in time. So you'd use the proceeds from that HSA to actually pay the premiums or the uh, health expenses at a later date. I think everyone uh, listening right now would say, yeah, I'm going to have a lot of health care. Guarantee it. <laughs> things to <laughs> pay for. The only thing you can guarantee is yeah. pretty much you're going to see doctors as you as you age. As nothing, I get older. Nothing, nothing you can do about it. And the idea is that the money goes in tax Deferred goes in tax free, tax free. So it's actually so you in an HSA you'll get a tax deduction for dollars going in. So I get I get paid, and as the tax man is approaching my paycheck, I throw a thousand dollars or two hundred so bucks. You get paid a thousand bucks. You take a hundred dollars and you move it over and you put it in your HSA. 
FSA, you now are taxed on nine hundred. On nine hundred, exactly. You know, and yeah. it's not it's not like here, quick, hide this before the tax yeah. man no, gets it's, here. No, it's out there. Everybody can see it. It's part of the law. It's <laughs> exactly. It's the legal thing that's out yeah. there. And and I always would love to hear, you know, at the IRS. I know they don't have a big bell there, but I would love to hear at the IRS one day. Uh, someone ring a big bell and ding, 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 ding. <laughs> Josh in St. Louis yes. utilized this part of the tax code to his benefit. Problem is they'd have to move the boxes to get to the bell. On yeah. the wall, so yeah. <laughs> all the papers all over the tables. Um, but just to, to finish up our, our kind of analogy here, um, you move, you get paid $1,000 on your paycheck. You move 100 bucks of that over to um, a, a health spending account. Mm-hmm. And uh, the tax man comes and he goes, all right, give me, you know, 24 percent of your paycheck. Exactly. And he's only getting 24 percent of 900 now rather than a thousand. Yes. So in this scenario, I have a hundred bucks in a in a health savings account that would normally have been taxed at 24 percent tax rate. I just kept twenty four dollars. Exactly. I just kept twenty four dollars from going to the government. It's right. I need to pocket. spend it on health care, but I'm going to be exactly. spending money on health care anyway. You're going to do it anyway. Exactly. Here's the real world scenario that I work off every every two weeks. Uh, at least my wife does. We <laughs> have school to pay for yes. for my son. Exactly. We squirrel away some money before the tax man cometh and use that to pay for school. Uh, something that we'd have to pay for anyway. Exactly. Uh, a, a, something that is coming out of... Would, Out of our bank accounts, you wrote a check for it. I would have wrote a yep. check for it anyway, but the government says if you want to squirrel this away before we come and collect ours, go right ahead. It's for a good cause. It's for school. Yes, um, you can do that, and we are saving. You know, if we're effectively in a twenty-four percent tax bracket, we're saving twenty-four percent exactly of our school uh, yeah. fees. Yeah. Exactly. And uh, otherwise would go to the government. So exactly. in a way, the government is paying for part of my in, – In a roundabout way, they, yeah. they are. I mean, the way they're, they're helping supplement that for you. Yeah. Um, just otherwise, way, I'd have to pay them that in exactly. taxes. And then you'd have to net – you'd have to pay an extra 24% just to get the, the, the check written to school. Right. Yeah. So <laughs> I've kind of come to understand how this all works, especially when, Jeff, you start talking to me about my own money. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, this is – You go, wait a minute. Yeah, That's <laughs> this is your $24 that you're yeah. saving. And it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. So it's not even a, a concept anymore. It's a, this is my bank account. This is the real thing. Yeah, this, this is it. This is the real thing. So every, every dollar that you could save today in taxes, you can spend or save for the future. So that's that's the whole setup on it. Right. And if we're keeping a little bit more in our paychecks, that means that compound money, interest exactly. over time, yes. that's more money that we'll be able to to spend down the road. Now, if you want to take advantage of something like this, whether you have healthcare costs or school costs, or there's so many other things out there that we're not even touching yeah. on, that somebody brings you their their paycheck stubs, or they bring you their tax situation, and they say, "This is me on paper." You can take a look at it, and you can say, "Well, there's a couple of programs that we can take advantage of to let you keep more of your money." Exactly. If you want to find out more, six three six three nine four five five two four. Six three six three nine four five five two four Jeff Zufall Capital Advisory GRP dot com and go to the website and uh, click on uh, the button that says yeah. "Get my free book." Get a book, <laughs> and you will send them a free copy yes. of the book. Keep what's yours, which is basically it's a really easy read, 
And it's uh, like I always said, there's a couple of cartoons in here to kind of break it up. Uh, I always say, you're sitting down and reading this. This is the first step Mm -hmm. to saying, honey, there's a couple of things that we could be doing that we're not doing right now. There's a lot. (laughs) That really, you know, some of the business things may not pertain to me. Yeah, it wouldn't unless you own a business. And then, yes, it does pertain to you. But there's a lot of personal stuff that people can do um, that they don't realize they can do to help reduce their tax. So a couple of good things in here, and, you know, you dog ear a couple of pages, you bring the book sure. back to Jeff, say thank you for the free book. Let's talk further about these exactly. two or three or four or yeah. five things. How does this work and how do I do it? How can this work for my, yeah. uh, for my tax situation? So having someone on your side is the first step to keeping more of your money. Exactly. And let's be honest, I need it way more than the federal exactly. government needs it. They may say they need it, but you need it more. <laughs> yeah. They'll say, well, we need roads and bridges. Yes. And that's like, well, what would you do with my money I gave you last year? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, we didn't. We didn't. We didn't do anything. We gave ourselves a raise. <laughs> so that's kind of how it works. On more of a micro level, when it comes to Missouri or Illinois, how do those state taxes kind of play out? Yes. Um are there is there any wiggle room when it comes to our state taxes? You could do a five twenty nine plan, which is a simple one. Um, five twenty nine plan is a straight deduction up to sixteen thousand um, dollars, so it's five percent of sixteen grand that you would save um, on the on the state side. And then some of the new stuff that's coming out. I don't want to say new stuff. There's tax credits that you could get that'll reduce. They're actually dollar for dollar reduction. Um, sometimes if you made a tax credit for the state of Missouri. You you spend a hundred dollars um, in the credit in Missouri. You'll get an extra fifty dollars for it on the state side. And there's there's weird stuff, but those are appropriated each year. So you've got to make sure that you get the dollars in and get your return filed on time. You really can't file an extension if you have a tax credit on your your you know, like a Missouri or Illinois tax credit mm-hmm. because they won't accept the credit after April fifteenth or you know sixteenth, whatever the date is. Right. So, and if you heard Jeff just say that, you just realized this guy knows what he's talking about. <laughs> I need to go and see him rather than try to figure this stuff yes. out on my own because it's just just a- state of Missouri. There's probably I think there's 24 different tax credits that you could use that everybody could use. I mean, food pantry credits. You just have to give a little money away. Yeah. So, well, we'll we can get into stuff like that. Uh, I know we're going to talk about uh, the big tax cut in the state of Missouri yes, that is coming yes. down. The governor was the one that was leading the charge on this, yes. and apparently he's gotten the Senate he's, and the House. He's almost there it's to really agree close. on something. So we'll talk about that in the next segment. It is keep what's yours with Jeff Zufall. What can you be doing more? With your money, with your paycheck, you ever look at your paycheck stub and say, what do these numbers mean? Exactly. What are all those little boxes? <laughs> yeah. What are these boxes? And can I be keeping a little bit more on my side rather than on the government side yes. of the ledger? And the answer usually for the most part is, yeah. I mean, if 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 you aren't doing anything, there's got to be something out there exactly. that we can take a look at. So yeah. get a, a, a meeting with Jeff on the books, 636-394-5524. Get a meeting on the books with Jeff. Uh, go into the meeting. Bring a couple of paycheck stubs. Bring last year's taxes. Tax return, yes. Tax returns. Go in, push it over to his side of the table and say, what do you think? Say, this is your problem. <laughs> yeah. What do you think? Figure it out. Your problem now. You know, I'll be in the lobby. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I've been with Jeff, and uh, I know how it works firsthand. So uh, I, I can tell you. 
that uh, it's a pleasurable experience, especially when you walk out of there and you realize, hey, I'm going to keep a little bit more money. Exactly. We'll talk Missouri state taxes. Are we getting a tax cut on the other side of this commercial break? Keep what's yours with Jeff Zufall on the Big 550 KTRS. Keep what's yours continues with Josh Gilbert and Jeff Zufall. Jeff Zufall. I'm Josh Gilbert, and we're talking the Missouri tax cuts. Uh, Jeff, what was yeah? What was this? A couple of months ago, a month and a half ago. So basically, we heard yeah, Governor they, Parson wanted to. Yeah, there's. Uh, they're saying there's excess in the budget, um, so they wanted to come along and cut the Missouri state tax. Um, so the highest tax, Missouri state tax, is five point three percent currently, and they're talking to go. I should say it looks like it's almost done. Um, to 4.95 as the top end. Um, so they're saying that it's a billion dollars, you know, would uh, uh, cut the top tax income for the state of Missouri, which is great. The less you pay, the better off you are. So let me ask you this. Um, my tax rate, federal, is 24%. Mm-hmm. And my state of Missouri is just average right at five right at five percent income yeah because it it is a variable it goes by income and whether you realize it or not just kind of steps up as you go so at the end of the year if i put everything together and i hand it off to you Mm -hmm. uh, we can go ahead and just say that my effective tax rate between federal and state is about 30 percent yes um so we say 24 percent for federal and we'd say five percent for state 29 percent 29 to be um, so they're taking money out on my pay, and that's when you look at your paycheck yes. stub and you say, "What's federal taking?" State, state of Missouri, state of Missouri, state of Illinois withholding <laughs> right around five percent. What's yeah. the tax rate in Illinois? Uh, I think it's five point five. Okay, I believe, is Illinois? Uh, and then we talked uh, last week or two weeks ago. Florida's zero, zero, yeah, zero. Texas is zero. Texas is zero. Uh-huh. Hawaii's eleven. Yeah. Percent. Yeah. Um, I think yeah, Manhattan, if you're in uh, New York and Manhattan, I think it's in the 13.5 range oh. or something like that. Oh. So that's where a lot of the executives. Not that I could afford to live there anyway. When they when they actually come in, they have a, a counter or a timer because um, there's a rule says if you're not in Manhattan more than so many hours per week or per day that you don't have to pay Manhattan. Tax. Really? But if you're doing business going back and forth, uh, use the example Trump. Um, flying in and out, they actually have a timer that will be with them, and they got X number of hours per day or week to be in Manhattan. Otherwise, they owe Manhattan tax. Holy cow. Yeah. <laughs> Is that like uh, the St. Louis 1% yeah. tax? Other than it's like 13 point something right. percent Manhattan. So, but yeah, it's the same as an earnings. Wow. Tax. How about that? Yeah. No wonder uh, all those executives has, has helicopters. Oh, exactly. Get you out know? as fast as possible. Now we're stuck <laughs> in the Lincoln Tunnel. Oh, no, the counter is still running. Yeah. Um, so. You know, are we on the New Jersey side yet? Exactly. Uh, yeah. So, get in, get out. How about that? Boy. Uh, well, that's, that's one of the things is you need a tax person. To tell you about these mm-hmm. things, not that we need to worry about Manhattan tax. No, no, very, very few. <laughs> but uh, you need a tax person on your side to kind of interpret what's going on in the news and what's going on in the tax code. Back to the Missouri tax cuts. Uh, I guess the idea is that uh, they collected a bunch of money in taxes and realized that, you know, we didn't have that much to pay for this exactly. year. Exactly. And that's what it is. It's kind of, uh, you know, kicking back to the, the citizens of Missouri, a little bit of a cut. So we'll lower the tax rate yeah. so we're not collecting this much in taxes. Mm-hmm. 
and uh, we won't have a, a surplus. Exactly. And they're also going to give, I believe it's a $2,000 increase to the standard deduction for a single and $4,000 to the standard deduction for uh, married filing jointly. Um, doesn't reference anywhere in the bill uh, like a head of household or anything like that. Um, but again, that's something that will the, the the rules. Missouri will put the rules out maybe about January fifteenth, the official rules, and then you got to scramble the last second to yeah, make to sure you understand out. what where they're coming from. So yeah, um, but yeah, that's any any tax cuts great. So so what is um, you know if we drop it down five point three percent to four point nine five percent, you know, for someone making a hundred thousand dollars, I'm asking you to do really quick math here. It's a couple hundred bucks. A couple hundred bucks. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's not much. I mean, again, your state tax liability is typically way lower than what you're A lot lower, yeah. Way lower. Um, and then if you have earnings in, like, state of Illinois, but yet you're a resident of Missouri, um, you get a reciprocal where they'll get a credit for state taxes paid in other jurisdictions, in a sense. So you'll get a credit from Illinois for taxes paid there on Missouri and vice versa. So it does get a little convoluted when you do a return, but... It's it, it amounts to a couple hundred bucks. How do how do we end up with a tax surplus? Uh, you know, I, I, I know I, that you're you're probably say a balanced budget. Yeah. Oh, okay. Right. <laughs> and I say that jokingly, but yeah, balanced budget and the the revenues were higher than what they expected. So the tax revenues coming in were higher. So if you look at some of like the federal tax laws that they've adjusted, they say, oh, you know, your tax rate goes down, but technically the revenues increased. And you go, how's that possible? It's because more people got stuck paying tax, basically, is what it is. So it's kind of funny when you start reading these studies and, you know, some of the tax cuts in the past, the revenue was higher, but the taxes were hypothetically lower. It just caught more more of America to yeah. pay taxes in. And it's one of those things where, you know, I didn't understand how budgets worked mm-hmm. until I saw that episode of The Office uh, <laughs> where, you know, they realized that they had a budget surplus yeah. and they had to pick something to buy. That's right. <laughs> or else the next year. They lost it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you had a budget surplus? Well, maybe we only give you $1,200 exactly. instead exactly. of $1,400. Uh, so they were scrambling to figure out, oh, do we need a new copy or should we get yeah. new chairs, you know? Um, does the state of Missouri work like that? Do they say, oh, Technically, yeah, federal government works that way. State tax of surplus and the, sure. the military says, well, let's spend a bunch of money on tanks. Exactly. Well, you've heard it, you know, uh, it's buy new carpeting. It's, you know, buy new desk, you know, office desk. I think the feds at Capitol Hill, they were talking about how every two years or so, these guys are buying stuff galore for the offices that they don't need that are perfectly fine because if they don't, their budgets are chopped. They're chopped, yeah. which means that we would probably get a tax break well you would think they just allocated someplace oh, else it's yeah right. and somebody else said hey wait a minute you know yep. we spent twice what our budget was we need more money and they get it you know right so hey why. we need to study fruit flies yeah. again you know <laughs> uh, and they'll get it exactly so that's well that's interesting so uh this isn't taking money away from any sort of particular no. programs, programs or, anything. or anything it's just reducing you know like a, a couple hundred dollars per person for the state of missouri on the flip side, this is this is where I come down, uh, and we don't get political on this show. Yeah, we have to talk. You got to talk, and it's part it. of it, unfortunately. Yeah. But uh, you know, I always say, out of sight, out of mind. You already took it from me, uh, so you know, put it towards a good cause. Yeah. But then again, the the flip side of that is that the good cause next year is my pocketbook. Exactly. <laughs> you get to keep it now yeah. instead of having instead us of, yeah. with a bunch of money left over. Yeah. 
So what are they doing with the leftover money? Nobody said. <laughs> okay. All right. That's interesting. Yeah. So there's a surplus, but. Am I getting a check for, you know, 50 I, bucks? I seriously doubt that. Okay. Uh, the only one I heard was maybe it was uh, California, one of the states right around there, uh, Nevada maybe. Somebody, they're going to give them uh, for the inflation, they're going to give everybody a $500 check. Um, you know, make a Oh, I heard world Alaska. A better place. Maybe Alaska, Alaska was mailing like out that. checks. There's to a, a West Coast state, and I'm not sure who it is, but yeah. they're giving everybody gets 500 bucks yeah. to help you know buy an extra tank of gas or whatever. So, so we had a budget surplus. So I don't know if they got a budget surplus or not, but it's just uh, kind of like uh, I don't want to say a handout, but it's another handout. Yeah. So and I guess you know it takes a lot of money for an office staff or to put together. You know how many people live in the state of Missouri? To put together ten million checks to send out, bunch, yeah. you know, um, half the money is going for, you know, office clerical yeah. work. Uh, so that would be kind of goofy. So yeah. I guess watch this space here. Yes, it's it's very. I hope there's reporters in Jeff City saying, well, there "Okay, are. believe me, there there's a bunch watching this like a hawk." Yeah. So people in the back <laughs> of the room. Well, what are you gonna do yeah. with the money? You know, yeah, they're like, Shh, don't yeah. say anything. We won't collect as much next year. But what about the money you already have? <laughs> yeah. Get him out of here. Yeah, quick. Get him out. <laughs> so that'll be interesting. Uh, and as always, when we come through this and start to see the actual bill and how it's actually yeah. put in place, then we'll have a little bit more information. Yeah, a little clarity. They may do some adjusting, you know. One of the lines in here that, that got me from this story um, eliminates the lowest tax bracket. Earners who bring bring in less than $1,000 a year no longer will have to pay state income taxes. Yeah. So, I mean, a thousand, what's 5% of a thousand? 50 bucks. That's 50 bucks. <laughs> uh, but who are these people that bring in less than a thousand dollars a year? A uh, 17, 16 year old kid working yeah, at uh, right. McDonald's for a weekend job. Yeah. Um, they make, and typically in the past, the we'd 16 have to, year olds got a big tax cut. Oh, yeah. We'd have, we'd have to file a return just to get the money back. Yeah. They don't owe any tax because of, you know, the, the situation. But, so yeah, you say okay under a thousand bucks, you don't have to file a state return. Okay, I Just, like that. Yeah, yeah. you're good. Yeah. Uh, and then um, the top income tax rate, those that make more than eighty seven hundred dollars a year in taxable income. I mean, again, we're we're dealing with the lowest of the low earners. I just don't know who's making eight thousand dollars a year. Or more, or more. Okay, or <laughs> that's more. what it is. Yeah, it's anybody that's making eight thousand seven hundred or so, more. Falls the kid, in that the kids that get the big tax break, they the get sixteen year olds. Yeah, yeah, they they don't pay anything anymore. They don't pay anything. Yeah. Uh, but the people that also get a little bit of tax break, or maybe people with with just a part time job, yeah. college kids, yeah. college kids, you know, you know, who make a little bit more yeah. than a sixteen year old. Exactly. You know, that's interesting. What did I make freshman year of college? I worked at the sandwich shop. You know, yeah. I worked at the Emos. Probably How much did I make that year? 6000 5000 yeah. something yeah. like that. So I would so. be able, you know, I would have some tax implications. Just a here. tiny bit, yeah. Tiny yeah. bit. But, again, we're just dealing with Missouri state taxes, 5%. Yeah. Um, it's yeah. basically the average. It's the so. average. That's where you just use that as a rule of thumb. Yeah. So, so yeah. we might see a little bit, uh, a couple extra hundred bucks yeah. next year. <laughs> but again, I always say, you hey, just said it. bucks is a hundred bucks. Yeah. A tax cut is a tax cut. So uh, that hundred bucks, that 500 bucks, you know, maybe that can go in the kitty. Yeah. And that'll go towards Disney someday. That's right. So Buy lunch at Disney, maybe. Or maybe roll that into, <laughs> uh, you know, a, a very risky investment. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> see if I can't double it. Uh, the risky investment being 
the craps table. Uh, Jeff, we're going to go to commercial break. When we come back, keep what's yours. Jeff Zufall is the senior tax strategist with Capital Advisory Group, senior tax strategist and wealth advisor. 636-394-5524. He's the person that tells me, first and foremost, Josh, the craps table is not a wise investment. No, 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 no. no. There's much safer places to put my money and uh, places where I can probably get a pretty decent return on it. Technically, yeah. So if I'm just patient. Yes, very. So very patient. Mm-hmm. Capital Advisory Group, capitaladvisorygrp.com, 636-394-5524. Go to the website, get the free book, start reading through it at night. You know, just do a chapter at a time and say, well, this chapter pertains to me. This one doesn't. That's right. Or, you know, I, I did just start a small business. You specialize right. in small business. Yes. You say, you know, I did just start a small business. What kind of small business things are out there for me? Because most of the time, people in small businesses, you know, you want to start a pizza place because you know pie. Exactly. Um, maybe you don't you, know the tax law. Yeah, yeah. you don't know taxes <laughs> and you don't know payroll and you yeah. don't know all that exactly. stuff. Jeff can help you out with that. Keep what's yours with Jeff Zufall. We'll be back right after this on the Big 550 KTRS. Keep what's yours continues with Josh Gilbert and Jeff Zufall. Senior tax strategist and wealth advisor with Capital Advisory Group. You need some help with your taxes. You know, April 15th every year? Yeah. Sure. But if you want to be a little bit more proactive than that. Yes, a lot more proactive than that. Because, <laughs> yeah, I get paid every two weeks. Yes. So there are things that I can do. All year long. To all year reduce long. reduce your tax liability. Legally reduce your tax liability. Taxes aren't just a one-time event. No. It's an every time I get paid, yes. there's a tax. There's something. Tax it, event happens. It could be a few dollars, but there's something that you could do on an ongoing basis. Typically, most people, it's it might be a handful of items that they use to reduce their taxes over a full 12 months. Mm-hmm. Um, and you don't implement them all on the same day, but you, you pick them up as you go through the year. Um, but that's typically how it's done. And I I wanted to touch on this. The October deadline is coming up if you got a, an extension. Uh, so we'll bring that up in a second. But I just thought about taxable events. And me, when I get a paycheck, that's a taxable event. Yes, the it is. IRS comes in. Yes. And, and they let me keep the money that's in an IRA. And mm-hmm. uh, they take the money out that's not. They take the money out that's in my Roth. And then, yes. you know, so it's all kind of going down. You know, yeah. without me even knowing it. But exactly. it's, it's logged there right on my yeah, check. Exactly. What happens, taxable event, what happens when we retire and we start wanting to take some of that money back out again? The accumulation phase is over. Exactly. Now, now it's the distribution stage. The distribution stage. That's, oh, I want to get my boat and I want to go travel. And, you know, we oh, want to get that, that the, house in Florida and that's the that's I call it the bucket theory. Um, that it's nothing we invented. It's out there. Concept is you have taxable money, you have tax deferred money, and you have tax free money. So taxable money is just brokerage accounts sitting out there. You pay capital gains, you pay interest, dividend, tax on it every year. This is money that comes just out of uh, my CD at the bank. You're yeah. earning a little interest. Your savings account that earns interest. 
um, which in the past we, we never to get existed, in, but yeah. today it will with the rate hikes. During um, COVID and everything, yeah. we wanted to get into the stock market because it was going bonkers. Exactly. You know, people yeah. uh, are jumping on this Robin Hood thing and exactly. they're buying uh, GameStop stock yeah. and everything. That AMC is, and, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's the brokerage that's account. That's a brokerage account. Um, so you pay capital gain, capital loss. There's there's a tax somewhere in there. And the money that goes in there, that's all been taxed at one point, yeah. you know, because I'm just exactly. giving them my, my, I'm writing them a check for my yeah, checking account. putting it in there. And then there's tax-deferred accounts, which are pre-tax. Those are 401ks, IRAs, stuff like that. It's money that you've put in that you've never paid tax on. You just deferred your taxation for a while. So if you take that money out, it's fully taxable. Mm -hmm. And then tax-free or tax-efficient, I should say, um, would be a Roth IRA. If the rules are played correctly, you don't pay tax on that distribution out of a Roth. So that would be the Roth Mm -hmm. uh, would be I get paid and uh, they take 6% uh, before the tax man cometh and put it in my traditional IRA. Yes. And then they tax me and then they'll take 6% of whatever's left over and put it in the Roth. Exactly. And then it grows and grows and grows in there. They both grow tax deferred. So so just look at it, a 401k or an IRA are polar opposites of a Roth. And when I say polar opposites, a 401k or a, a deductible IRA, you put money in, you take a tax deduction of some amount to put it in there. It grows tax deferred, and when you take it out, it's, it's taxable. It's taxable. So, you know, I've got I've got a, a million dollars in my IRA and I say I've got a million dollars. Not all your money. <laughs> no, because the government is, exactly. is kind of riding way, along. If you pulled that million dollars out, highest tax brackets right now is a 37.6. Um, so basically that's federal plus your 5% for state. So about half of it goes to oh, taxes. the state's there, too. Yeah. They want um, <laughs> and the the government, you know, I look at my my statement. Ooh, I'm making a lot of money, and the government's saying yes. Yeah, thank you. Because <laughs> the more you have, they're your partner. Exactly. At that point. So what we see is a lot of people, and and they go through life and do this, which is good that they do it. It's that they have a tax time bomb basically at a later date, and the tax time bomb is they got a million or two or three or four million dollar four hundred one k sitting out there, but every nickel they take out is taxable. Mm-hmm. So instead of using that bucket theory concept where you do some that you know will be taxable, you do some pre-tax and you do some in a Roth, the concept is they do it all pre-tax and then boom, it's a, it's, it's actually a liability tool. It's a big, because you think liability. you got a million dollars and then uh, depending on how you take it out, maybe you exactly. only have 750. Yeah, or maybe 600. <laughs> so, well, you know, yeah, how much are you taking out? Exactly. You could be at the 40% tax bracket, the yeah. highest tax bracket. We have people that have called and, you know, they've got a couple hundred thousand in IRA. They're like, hey, I'm going to buy a rental home, you know, and they're going to take it all out to buy. And we're like, well, you don't have a couple hundred thousand. You're going to spend 50 in tax. If you, you take it all out right now, so, you're going to get yeah. a huge tax bomb. Yes. The other thing that from a, a tax bomb, too, is if you inherit an IRA or 401k and you're a non-spouse, um, you have 10 years to liquidate that account. Oh, a non-spouse. Yeah, so non-spouse. So the kid, dad dies, the kids you get. a million-dollar IRA. Guess what? You've got to take literally, not accounting for performance each year, you've got to take $100,000 out for 10 years straight. And that gets taxed. And that's taxable income. So too. it's not like, you know, I could say, well, you know, uh, I'm sorry, Mr. Taxman, dad's dad. Yeah. Uh, and they say, we don't care. We don't care. His, his retirement account is still fully <laughs> it's living fully, and breathing. Yep, <laughs> it's it's ready to go, and it's your problem now. So, and you've got to take it out within 10 years. 10 so years. you don't have the opportunity to do to a, a slow burn Roth no, It's I mean, conversion. 10 years, you go, oh, that's a long time. But 
you've got a couple million dollar of account Look, sitting there. Yeah, Jeff, you it's you've huge. seen my taxes. You see what we make if we added a hundred thousand dollars to that It'd every kill you. year. That's you know, mean. it'll jump up from twenty four percent to thirty. Exactly. Easy. You know, if not more. Yeah. So there. So, so these are the taxable events exactly that take place that people need to keep in mm-hmm. mind. Uh, going forward, exactly. you don't have a million dollars in your IRA. You yeah. have your money in the government's and money. Governments, you're in partnership with the government. And it seriously. really depends on how you take that out yes. to say what the tax There is a strategy be. to doing that, and it's got to be done with dollars. I say a, a limited amount of dollars, if you want to call it that, over a period of time to make sure that you take it out smooth. And you say this is a strategy and a years-long exactly. strategy. When when do we want to come to you and say, uh, you know, obviously if I go to you every year, you're going to see what we oh, have We'll see it in. as time goes on. And you'll say, yeah. all right, let's start doing it. But yeah. if I come to you um, and say, I've never seen you before, Jeff, but I heard you on the radio, uh, I've got a, a tax ticking time bomb out there, <laughs> or what can I do? What age would you want them to come and see you? 55, 60. Yeah, okay. I mean, average Not persons, like, you know, yeah. if RMDs kick in at 72, you don't want them coming no. to you at 71. Well, I mean, we'll, we'll still talk to you, but right. we're limited in what we could do, right. at least starting to yeah. get going. So right. in your 50s, you need to start planning ahead. I, yes, yes, to make sure you're maxing out 401ks or whatever, you know, programs that you have because um, – Time is on your – the younger you are, time is on your side versus if you waited until 70 and went, hey, i got to save for retirement, that's kind of an issue. Um, (laughs) If I put money into my Roth, though, uh, it's already been taxed by the government. Uh, I'm currently at the 24% tax rate, so my 100 bucks is now only 75. Mm -hmm. But it goes into this Roth that will sit there and grow. Exactly. And they, as long as I play the rules, this is that 59 and a half, five or years, five or years, 59 and a half, whatever's longer. As long as I play by those rules, it could grow to sure. be whatever. Exactly. That's, but that's all my money. Uh, and that's exactly, that's all your money. Because when you take it out, you can take not only your original contribution, your earnings, and you can take it out and not pay tax on it. So my five grand today might be, I mean, hypothetically, 15. 15. Yeah. Or 55. It could be. Uh, if you do well in the markets, you know. And the, as long as I'm 59 and a half or five years, you're good to go. They don't get the capital gains. They don't well, get it's not, it's ordinary income. Right. So there'd be no capital gains. No, just, that's my money. That's your money and you walk. So and I can take it out exactly. and buy the house. You yeah. said when those people wanted to buy their lake house yeah. and they took money out of their IRA, the government stepped in and said, and we said, hey, we want our piece. And, if, it's, a, and it's a chunk. If it was a $500,000 Roth and they were over 59 and a half, they could take they the whole all, thing out. It's all theirs. And the government so, can't say exactly. Boo. Exactly. So that's the strategy and our waiting until, I mean, we're, we're getting close to the fourth quarter of the year. Um, November, December is when you do your calculations to see if converting a Roth, you know, or converting, a, I should say, how an much? IRA to a Roth. Yeah. Hey, Jeff, how fit? much yeah. can I convert this year without really exactly. entering Blowing a new budget. tax bracket? Yeah. yeah. And that's the game that's played um, towards the end of the year is kind of putting that together. Yeah. Uh, all right. The tax deadline, and I only wanted to bring that up because we started to touch on it, but <laughs> we we don't really know how it works. And the yeah. idea is you need to have a, a senior tax strategist, a tax strategy in place. Mm-hmm. Exactly. When you go about uh, looking at retirement. That's the game. That's the game. And then, you know, how can I outrun the government? Yeah. 
Well, you're not outsmarting them. You're just playing the rules that they put out there. And yeah. You're using them to your advantage. And there's a bunch of stuff in the tax code. We yeah. always talk about this. A bunch exactly. of stuff that benefits us. Yes. We just don't know what's out there. If you, don't, yeah, if you don't know what you don't know. So the concept is, is have somebody help you down that road. I'm not reading the tax code. <laughs> it's pretty boring. <laughs> yeah. But that's why you get somebody like Jeff on board and he'll read it for you and uh, put your particular situation into context when it comes to the tax code. Exactly. October 17th is the deadline. Yes. If you got an extension. Got an extension. So April again, 17th this year, it uh-huh. wasn't, the 15th fell on what, Good uh, Friday? Good, uh, yeah, it was like a Saturday or something yeah, like that. And so then they, they did pushed, the weekend. Yep, and then got pushed to the next Monday. Um, so, again, uh, it's October 17th is the deadline. There's 19, from what the IRS says, there's 19 million people on extension. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there was an email that just, we get a prepare email that gets kicked off probably every couple of weeks. And they were like, oh, tell your clients they don't have to wait till the to the to the actual 17th. That's a good Do reminder. It yeah, it's yeah. like, okay. Uh, but there's 19 million out there. Again, that is to file the paper, or the, the, I should say the, the paper return, if you want to call it that. You should have already paid. Paid something, yes. Or else the, yes. the clock is running. The clock's you're, a ticking. You're getting, um, you're getting and, taxed on and your taxes. The, the interest rate for owing the IRS taxes is now skyrocketing. Mm. Um, you, it was sitting or hovering around. They do it on a quarterly calendar, quarter basis, and every quarter they announce what the new interest rate is. We were at like 3% for the longest time. Um, it's going to, I believe, October 1st, it's going to like 6.2% interest, um, 6% for overpayments. Uh, let's see here, 6 per, 6% for underpayments. And uh, for large corporations, which... It's eight percent, but that starts October first. So you're so going to get charged six percent for whatever your outstanding debt is. And if you so, haven't pay, if you didn't pay in April, exactly, that's what six months. So technically, you would have seventeen days in October that you would owe money to them that they're going to ding you six percent for. And that email they sent to all their preparers out there is say, "Look, you got an extension. The deadline is the seventeenth of October." Yeah. But just do them now. Be done with it. <laughs> and be done with it. And there's currently still 19 million people 19 out there that still out. haven't. They've, yeah. they've had an extra five and a half months, and That's they right. still, still haven't, haven't done, it. Yeah. done anything about it. So. <laughs> um, so, I mean, are you guys in your office? Do you still have anybody hanging out there? Yes. We're hoping to have them rounded up by the end of this week. Middle of next week, we'll yeah. be done. I guess it just takes so. time. Well, yeah. and some of them, they're waiting for data, can't really find the right data. Mm-hmm. Um, they, the, the client thinks they found it. They give it to us. We're like, hey, it's close, but not close enough. They go back to the drawing board, you know, stuff yeah. like that. So, I'll tell you what. If it was me and we got an extension, obviously we would pay the money so that the, yeah. the interest isn't running on it. But uh, my wife will say, all right, we got an extension. Let's try to get this done next weekend. Next week? (laughs) We're leaving. We got six months. (laughs) Yeah. We got six months. And then this weekend rolls around and she's uh like, you know, they're due in two weeks. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So that's me. Uh, but you are you are also telling me if you're an S Corp or if you're a, a, a corporation. Yes. Last week you told me this. If you don't pay, you get charged 200, 205 bucks. But if you don't file. So so yeah. say you're an S-Corp, C-Corp, and you missed your filing deadline, and you went, oops, it's two months later, I'm a file. For every month that you didn't file correctly, um, it's 205 bucks per partner, member, basically whatever you want to call it. So there's two people in S-Corp. 
Um, that's 410 bucks a month up to $2,400 a year and, and just late penalties. Yeah. Not just any taxes, no nope. nothing. Right off the top. You didn't. So boom, here's a, lot of, a lot of business owners are starting to see these notices that are coming back and you might have paid them and you might not have paid them that are starting to roll through. And what they're doing is they're actually giving a credit back for any late payments in 2019 and 2020. So if you owned an S Corp and you were two months late filing for your S, not paying anything, just filing it, you know, you had $820 sitting out there in penalties. All of a sudden you get a notice in the mail and it says, hey, we're going to refund this for you. Okay. Which is kind of cool. And this um, is for 2019 tax year, 2019, 2020. That's yep. when the pandemic hit. Exactly. Pandemic and I guess hit. They're looking much, back and saying, well, everybody was scrambling. Yeah. So maybe everybody's scrambling. So we'll go ahead and do something. And we're seeing, we're, we've seen in the office for the last two weeks, tons of letters coming in that people are forwarding to us going, hey, what's this mean? Yeah, what is this? You know, and some of them we had to, you know, fall on the sword and ask for forgiveness in a sense, where we wrote letters to ask for it. The rest is automatic. So. Okay. And so then, if you paid it and you got one, that's typically what it is. If you're an S-Corp, the idea is that you probably have someone like Jeff Zufall, who specializes in small businesses, yes. doing all this stuff for you. And uh, for the most part, you don't even let people get delinquent on this. No, no. Um, I mean, there's always a oopsie here or there where something sure. didn't go through. But typically, if that we take care of anything like that. But there's people that bring us their stuff, and then we look at it and go, hey, you're an S-Corp. Did you file? And they go, no. So <laughs> like, for the people that had to pay the penalty uh, for getting refunded back to for you. late filing, uh-huh. the pandemic, they're saying, look, it was a crazy time. We all had our yeah. problems. We're going to give you your money. We charged you. We took. We cashed your check, but we're going to give you this money back. Yes. Uh, regardless of whether it was pandemic-related or you were just like, oh, whoops, I forgot <laughs> oh, yeah, about I that. I forgot about that. A lot, yeah. a lot of people paid it, though, um, because they were late, you know, just with everything going on. And it's part of the package. They're like, oh, okay, I'll pay it. And you it. don't want it to keep running. Yeah, and they just said, I'll pay it. it. To be done with it, they paid it. You're going to get a credit back. Okay. So these are the kind of things that Jeff can find for you, specializes in small businesses, capital advisory group, Jeff Zufall, senior tax strategist, and wealth advisor. And if you need any help with that stuff that we had just talked about when it comes to your retirement, what is your tax liability? Exactly. You know, and if you're, if you're at 55, that's a great age to go in and say, should we start converting some of this stuff? Start converting, you know, or start really zeroing in that retirement plan. 636-394-5524. That's the number to call. Call it now. And Jeff is in here and and his phone will probably ring and he'll uh, let you go to voicemail and you can just say, I want to schedule an appointment. I want to come in. I need to see Jeff. I, I have a bunch of weird tax stuff. Or maybe I just yeah. have a bunch of normal tax stuff. Yeah. I just don't know how to do it. <laughs> don't know how to do it, yeah. Um, so give him a call Nothing now. Nothing wrong with that. 636-394-5524. We'll go to a commercial break. But when we come back, wrap this show up. Keep what's yours with Jeff Zufall on the Big 550 KTRS. Keep what's yours continues with Josh Gilbert and Jeff Zufall. I mean, we try to do this show, Jeff, and tell people how their particular tax situations can be benefited by giving you a call, 636-394-5524. Talk about me with my flex spending account for my son's school. We talk about health care costs that we know are down the road. Might as well squirrel some tax-free money away uh, and pay for that. You're going to have to pay for it anyway. Might as well pay for it 
with tax-free money. Exactly, on you a know? free tax basis. Here's the deal. I'm at a 24% tax break. Uh, $1,000, they would take 240 of that. Yes. What if I put $1,000 <laughs> in a health savings account? I get to keep that 240 exactly. It's in your pocket. And use it to pay for something I am already going to have to pay for anyway. If that makes sense to you and you say, how can I get started on, on a path like that? Well, you call Jeff, 636 636- Three nine four five five two four. Try to keep people to keep a little bit more of their money on this show rather than going off to the state and federal governments. But we also have to mention things in the news, yeah, because that could <laughs> stuff that uh, impact affect you. Yeah, that can impact people as well. Yes. So the Inflation Protection Act of twenty twenty two, which really doesn't do anything for inflation, basically has a whole section that is earmarked around EVs or electric vehicles. Electric car. We've been talking about this for a, a year now. Oh, yeah. Get a credit, all kinds of stuff. $7,500 bucks yeah, or, or it's whatever. It's taking place. So yeah. here's, here's a headline from the Wall Street Journal that makes you go, hmm. It says, electric car demand pushes lithium prices to records. So lithium is what runs the battery or is put in the battery. Um, so it's driven by a surge in Chinese electric vehicle sales. The sharp rise in a key commodity for batteries could slow the adoption of EVs globally. So apparently, there is not unlimited lithium floating around. There the aren't United unlimited States. batteries yeah. out there. And uh, that's the issue. So literally, again, think that through. There was another article, I think, on uh, a guy who had a Tesla, had to have a new battery put in. It was $28,000. And, yeah. and he wouldn't pay it. So Tesla apparently could lock his car on him. <laughs> I you know Which I heard I didn't, stories I didn't read like that, that story, but, but it, it's like if your mechanic <laughs> comes to you and says you need a new engine, it's going to be twenty eight thousand dollars, twenty eight thousand dollars, twenty eight thousand. You say no, the car scrapped, it's yeah. a loss. Yeah, you know, exactly. my transmission went out, and I sold uh, the rest of the car was great. Yeah, just but it wasn't cost effective to put it in. To so, put it in. So this is, and I'm not saying it's good, bad. I'm just saying this is the stuff that's starting to pop up, and we really, I mean, we're. Uh, 60 days into this new bill. Um, so that's something to think about. I mean, well, you know, it's one of those things. Supply and demand exactly. affects our gas prices. Exactly. Well, it's also so going to affect our battery lithium <laughs> prices. Yeah. Holy so cow. just something funny that part of that, you know, makes you think twice and go, Ooh, but basically the Chinese have tried to slide out there and, and corner the commodities market uh, on look, this. They are shrewd. Oh yeah. I mean, they they're the going to so, hoard as much lithium yep. as they can because yep. they know it's the future. Yeah. And then if we get stuck behind the eight ball here in the yeah. United States, they're yeah. going to make us pay through the nose. We're taping together a bunch of D batteries. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the visual yes. on that. You know, why can't they just do the big uh, key crank? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah just wind <laughs> it up and then... Shoot right you down, down the 270. Yeah. Um, what yeah. else is out there? So, okay. So everybody, I'm sure, unless you live under a rock, Fed raised rates again by three quarters or 0.75%. Um, this is the third straight meeting they've done that. Um, there are two more meetings coming this year. And the kind of consensus on this is there's a November at December meeting. November meeting is going to be another three quarters of a point. December's could possibly be a half a point. Um, so basically the problem with that is what it's now saying is the Fed's rate increase is going to start hitting our mo- monthly budgets. You've seen it from, so it's, it's kind of a double-edged sword. What they're trying to do is pull inflation back down by raising interest rates and choking off inflation. Um, but again, you've already got inflation out there. So everything that you buy costs more and now you got the Fed raising rates. So if you buy anything, borrow any money, 
it's going to cost you even more. Yeah. Um, and so it's a, it, like I said, it's a double-edged sword out there. And the, the, the concept to this is you hear the Fed say either it's a soft landing or a hard landing. Um, if the Fed missteps, it's a hard landing. And what that really it's code for, we're in a deep recession. Yeah. yeah <laughs> soft just landing. made the yeah, inflation worse. Exactly. Soft landing means that it was a perfect world. It worked right into their plan and everything was great. I mean, the, the stats out there kind of lean more towards a hard landing yeah. um, and it's a matter of time. Well, I heard uh, some economists say during the week that uh, the inflation prices that you see at the grocery stores or at the, the restaurants or the the burrito shops, mm-hmm. that um, the corporations are saying, you know what, it costs us X more because of the supply chain and everything, but we're going to charge X times two more. Exactly. Uh, and they're making inflation worse just because they're padding their bottom lines. Exactly. Well, there's a, so, there's I don't a know Senate, how you, Senate you can't hearing. Combat that. I mean, I would call that gouging. Yes. Yes. But, so there was a Senate hearing, I think, on Thursday. Um, that basically that's what they discussed was that some of the corporations, you know, they're, they're taking inflation and running with it. Um, and they're making, and and again, so in the situation we are currently, we technically are in a recession. We have two consecutive quarters back to back of negative GDP, but we still have high corporate earnings. So So you go, wait, (laughs) what's the disconnect? Exactly. So is it a matter of time for those companies? Are they raising their rates twice what inflation is? And they're still making money, even though we're technically. I mean, you you try to get a coffee these days. Exactly. You see how much that costs. Oh, I mean, yeah. it's like supply chain. Well, it costs us thirty cents more for every burrito, but, but we're going to make it sixty cents. We're charging a dollar more. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> so so again, I mean, it, it, that's capitalism, but it's also price gouging. I mean, yeah. but you know, it, so. I guess at some point we'll. We'll just have to wait and see what happens. Yeah, what really transpires. Yeah, soft landing or hard landing. And then uh, with just a minute left or so, uh, was there some student loan information? Yes, the student loan website for forgiveness is out there. Um, go to ed.gov forward slash subscriptions. And literally, that is, will take you right to the U.S. Uh, Department of Education. You can click on any link that you want from there, create an account, do everything. Yeah. But it's out there. Now they're saying, so again, if you paid your student loans through the, the pandemic, you'll get a refund for the dollars that you, you actually paid. Yeah. I mean, and they then, deferred it, but if you were like, I, yeah. I have the money, I still want to pay this pay down. It. Exactly. They, and you paid it, you'll get, you'll get that credit back plus 10,000 or 20,000. If you got a Pell Grant, you get the 20,000 back. Hmm. So, so the website's out there. What is it again? It's uh, ed.gov forward slash and it was a subscriptions subscriptions yeah all right take you right to it all right jeff zufall senior tax strategist and wealth advisor with capital advisory group 636-394-5524 capital advisory grp.com go to the website click the button for your free book keep what's yours it'll come in the mail you can dog ear a couple of pages and bring it in to jeff with your paycheck stubs and a couple of years of tax returns and say, yeah. hey, I want to I wanna start keeping more of my money. That's right. <laughs> and that's what I did, and that's what you can do as well. 636-394-5524. Thank you, Jeff. You betcha. Thank you. You've been listening to Keep What's Yours with Josh Gilbert and Jeff Sufall, Senior Tax Strategist and Wealth Manager at Capital Advisory Group. To learn more, call 636-394-5524 or visit capitaladvisorygrp.com.